0: What's up y'all and welcome back to the Unleash You podcast, the number one podcast for growing in all things faith and self-development to promote healing, growth, and transformation. And so welcome back to episode four. I am excited to have you guys back here with me for today's topic. We are talking about don't look back. And y'all, this is something that the God really placed on my heart and it really hit home Because, you know, before I can even release a word, God has to deal with me pertaining the topic first. And so, y'all, it hit me because we've been declaring that all 2023, we are getting out of God's way. That it's ultimately really us getting out of our own way and moving forward into the new thing that God is doing. Because I don't know how many times I got to say this, y'all, but God is doing a new thing. And God is saying in this hour, my only requirement, the only thing that I am trying to get you to understand right now is do not look back. And so he started to really minister to me and I believe that this is going to pertain to you in two different ways. And so I'm going to start with way number one. God is saying, don't look back to the former things. There are some things that God has removed there's some people that God has removed there's some doors that God has shut and you might be in a place where you're mourning over it right you're mourning the loss and the absence of that thing and God is saying okay yeah I get it you had your season to mourn but now it's time to move forward into the new thing that I'm doing and I'm telling you don't look back because it's consuming you at this point it's taking too much of your energy and your thought process God is saying that I have a new thing that I want to do in your life and I can't have you continue to mourn mourn over the thing that I have already told you it's not no longer conducive to where I'm taking you. I need you to go ahead and shut that door. Close that chapter. Open be open to the new thing that God is doing. And so if we look at 1 Samuel 16:1, the Lord said to Samuel, "How long will you mourn for Saul? Since I have rejected him as king over Israel, fill your oil and be on your way. I have something new for you to do." And so we understand that Samuel and Saul, they had a very spiritual connection. They had a very intimate and close relationship, something that only they could understand. And a lot of us right now, we are coming out of a season, rather, it's with relationships our friendships. God has closed the door to so many different things in our life, and we have been mourning over it. And God is saying, how long will you mourn over that which I have rejected? I had to remove those things so that I can get you moving in that direction of which I'm calling you to go. I had to remove those things so that I can continue to do the work on the inside so that you will be equipped for the thing that I want to do through you. And so you can't keep mourning over what I have done. What I've closed the door to because you will miss out on the new thing that I am doing. And so, as we understand, the reason why God was saying, How long will you mourn over Saul? I need you to collect your oil and I need you to get moving forward into the new because there was a king that he had to anoint. He had to go find King David, but he couldn't find David if he was still mourning over Saul. And so, God is saying, In this hour, do not look back to the past things. A lot of you guys have been contemplating, Well, should I go back? No move forward move forward god wants to bring you new experiences new opportunities new people but you are clouding yourself you're holding yourself and you're limiting yourself because your thoughts are filled you don't have the energy you don't have the capacity to be able to perceive on a different level because your mind is so consumed over what left over what what had to be left behind and god is saying right now in this hour look forward we are doing a new thing. And if you are there, going, if you're going to be quick to follow God into the new thing, you got to be able to know how to move when God moves. And a lot of times, God is not going to consult your feelings. God is a forever moving God. And if you want to keep up with God, you got to be okay with goodbyes. You got to be okay when the season changes and that certain people, places, and things can not accompany you in the different direction that you're headed. You got to be okay. You got to know how to move forward and i was saying in the last episode i really struggled with that y'all like i get it i get it a hundred percent i understand what it what it feels like to to really have rejection like rejection wounds and abandonment wounds and that's why in this hour god wants to heal you from all of that that's why i said you have to have a place where you can pour out before god you need to be able to process it because the moment that you are able to process it the moment you are able to release it and play it on the altar where god can put his hands on over that thing is the moment that you can then begin to move forward into the new thing that God has for you you need to process it and you need to leave it behind I'm not a stranger that to this y'all like I a hundred percent I get it I am going through, well, I'm not even going through. I went through a breakup a couple of months ago. Somebody that I thought was going to be in my life long term. Somebody that I really thought that I was going to marry and start a family with. And the door closed, the season changed, and I mourned. But there was something on the inside of me that said, okay, Krista, you got to get up from this place. I refused to lay down. I refused to give in. I refused to throw the towel in and sit there and weep for hours and hours. It was like, no, God clearly that ain't it so what is it that you're doing what's the new thing because we got to get moving forward and god had to speak that over my own life after like two weeks and you thinking like god it's only been two weeks but god is saying that where i'm trying to take you we don't got time to waste we don't got time to sit there and still be rapping over in our head what did i do wrong what went wrong what could i have done better god is saying forget all of that Forget it, because where I want to take you, there is new on the horizon, new opportunities, new people, new things that I need you to be equipped for. Close the door, y'all. I get it. I get it 100%. I lost a lot of friends along the way. I get it. But God is still saying that we got to press forward. And so that brings me into my next point. If you look at Luke nine. Um, verse 62 it says no one who puts his hands to the plow is fit for the kingdom of God no one who puts his hands to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God sorry y'all had to reverse that for you guys and so I just started this is for my second group of people where the call you have answered the call and you're like now what God Because God has called you out of the world. He's called you out of darkness and He has called you unto His own. He has taken you unto His own. And you have been going through a season of molding. You have been going through a season of fire, of pressing, of shaking, where God is shaking up your life, where God has been crushing you and molding you and pruning you. He has been trying to rid of something on the inside of you that can't be carried into the new thing that God is doing. And the pressure is high. You feel the weight of all of it. You see, everything around you is literally like. It almost looks like chaos is all around you. And on the inside, there is a war going on in your mind. There is a battle within your mind. And honestly, the battle might be even on the outside. You might see it all around you. And God is saying, yes, I knew when I called you. I knew that it was going to get chaotic. That's why God will give you the vision, but he won't tell you exactly how it's going to unfold. Because if he told you all of the details, if he, if he laid it out all before you, would you walk? Would you answer the call? Would you go? I think of the young rich man and he said, Lord, Lord, I have all things and I want to follow after you. And God said, okay. Well, Jesus said, okay, sell all of your riches, get rid of all of it. And then come follow me. The guy said, oh, can't do that. And it wasn't because God was like, yeah, you got to be poor to do this walk. It wasn't because God didn't want to bless him with riches. It was because God knew where his heart belonged and it wasn't with him. It was still into the things of this world. It was still in the external factors. And so God is saying that nobody who looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Right now, you might be wanting to go back into the world. You might want to be you might be wanting to turn back into things that God has already delivered you from. Rather, that's alcohol, weed, lust, whatever the case may be, friendships, relationships, God has delivered you from some things and you feel so tempted to turn around and go back to what you're used to, to go back into what's familiar because you're uncomfortable in this season, because it doesn't feel good. Because when God crushes you, when he prunes you, when he shows you what's on the inside of you that can't accompany you to the new it challenges you in a way like never before it requires you to show up in ways that you have never done before and so I get it it's hard I get it so many times I have looked back on my old life the life that I lived before I answered the call and i remember the the it wasn't look I can say fun times whatever the case may want to be but I remember the depression i remember the anxiety i remember the lonely nights i remember the relationships that were toxic beyond measures i remember all of it And it doesn't compare. I promise you, there is nothing that is behind you that is going to satisfy you. You think because it's hard right here. No. Remember what God has brought you out of. Remember how desperately you wanted to be out of that place. That's why you answered the call. The call is not easy. The call is heavy. Child, I know the call is heavy. But that's when you lean on God even the more. That's when you trust God even the more. That's when you say, God, not my will be done, but your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Because I look to the hills where my help cometh from. He called me. I am his. And no weapon formed against me shall prosper. So even in the hours where it feels like, Lord, look, it's kind of prospering. No. No. Jesus took back the keys. He took back the keys of death and of darkness. And so it's a fixed battle because God has already gone before me. It's already mapped out. All I got to do is align myself. And that's why if you listen to episode one of my podcast, one of the number one things for moving into the new thing that God was doing is you got to change your language. You got to know how to speak in a way that builds you up. You got to speak in a way that knows you have to learn to speak in a way that speaks to the new thing that God is doing and not from where he brought you from. I get it. It's heavy, but Jesus already did all the hard work. All you got to do is surrender and follow after God. Another thing I always tell people to get to know the voice of God for yourself because you're stressed out because you're trying to make it all happen on your own. You're trying to figure out well how it's going to get done and how is God going to bring the people, the resources and the opportunities. And God is saying, don't worry about all that. That's why he literally tells us, do not worry about tomorrow for today has enough problems of its own. But God says that every single day wisdom cries out at the gates waiting for somebody to listen. Do you know how to listen to the voice of God or are you too busy always talking about what you want, about what you need? God says before you even spoke, I knew what you need. I I clothe and I feed the birds, right? How much more will I do for my children? You are a child of God, a son of God. Know your inherital right. Know the power and the authority that you carry. Not uh, anything about your own strength, but because Jesus died on the cross for your sins. It was already set and done. He calls you by name. You didn't call him. He knew what he placed on the inside of you. That's why he called you. He knew what he equipped you with. And all he needs for you to do is get a revelation about who you really are in this hour. It's not time to look back. It's not time to throw a pity party. Oh, woe is me. Oh, I think I want to go back because this weight. The call is too heavy. It's too much. He wants too much of me. He wants me to sacrifice too much. He wants me to give too much of myself. That's why he says those who want to follow after me count the cost. It was never meant to be easy, but I promise you it's worth it because on the other side of the pressing, of the pruning, of the molding, of the shaking, of all of the things that God has to do to get all of the toxicity out of you, I promise you what lays on the other side, eyes have not seen, nor ears have not heard, right? That there is really a plan for you, an expected end, and you need to trust in that plan. You need to know that this is a fixed battle. You're just living out what's God written. That's been my motto lately. Like, y'all, I'm living out what's God written to the T. And so that brings me back to my next point. Oh, yeah, y'all. Think about Lot's wife. What did he say? Don't look back. And the reason why he said don't look back, I I truly believe because it doesn't tell you, but this is my personal opinion. Don't look back was a symbolization of where her heart truly belonged. Was she content with moving into the new thing that God was doing or was her heart still back in what she had to leave behind? God wants your heart. That's why the greatest commandment says to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, mind, body and soul. God wants all of you. He doesn't want just pieces of you. And so there are certain things that we feel like we have to hide from God because it might be too ugly. No, God wants all of you, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. He doesn't care. He called you anyway because he knew he also knows the plans that he has for you. So he's not concerned about what you've been through. He's not concerned about the things that you picked up along the way, because he understands that when his spirit gets on the inside of you, what you guys can do when you partner together, how you can shake up this earth, baby, we need some. Oh, y'all. We need some people who is not afraid to say that one God is real, but that's not afraid to get into the field. It's a spiritual battle out there, y'all. There are people killing themselves. There is literally demonic forces all out there. We see 14 year olds, 13 year olds, 12 year olds, even six year olds killing people, y'all. God needs a generation that's going to raise up and say, God, I will do your will. I say yes to the call, no matter how hard it gets, no matter what it looks like. Lord God, I want all the smoke. Do you want all the smoke, y'all? Because we got to be equipped for this. We got to know how to move when God says move. We got to know how to, okay, God, yeah, that hurt me. I processed through it. Yeah, I dealt with it. I, I screamed in my alone time. I did whatever I got to do, but now I, I'm, it's a new day. Joy comes in the morning, God. What we doing today? How can I get one step closer to the promise today? And so that reminds me of also Philippians 3, verses 13 and 14. It says, Brethren, I count not myself to apprehend it, but this one thing I do, forgetting those which forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are ahead. I press toward the mark of the heavenly call. This is about keeping your eyes fixed ahead. And y'all, I told you all 2023, we moving with strategy. And so The reason why Paul was able to say this one thing I do for getting all that lies behind and reaching for the things that are ahead, for the mark, for the call. Paul had a vision. Paul had a goal. That's why God says to write the vision and make it plain. You need a vision because when you have vision, you got focus. And when you got focus, you're not entertaining just any and everybody and any and everything because you understand that where you are going, there's an assignment. You understand that I have goals right now. I don't have time for just anything. I don't have time for just any type of conversations. I can't allow just anything in my space. I got to protect me because I got vision. And because I got vision, I'm focused. Right? Y'all, y'all got to get a vision. Without vision, you're, you're bound to just be tossed to and sway from anything that sounds good. God says that I want to give you vision in this hour. Know how to turn to the most high, the one who created everything. He has the plans and the purpose for your life. Tap into the secret place. Know how to go to God and listen. Y'all learn how to listen. Stop talking all the time. Y'all talk too much. God wants to speak to you. He has some things that he wants to reveal to you. There is vision over your life and you need strategy to bring that vision to pass. So you got to know how to tap into the presence of God for yourself. Not just listening to me, not listening to every other preacher, but knowing how to discern the voice of God for yourself. Because when you got vision, like I said, you got focus, you got clarity. And so now you're running the race. Now you're like, okay, yeah, that might be done. That season's over. Okay, yeah, I'm like Paul. I'm going to forget all that lies behind and I'm going to keep moving forward until the things are with ahead because I'm on a mission. And ain't nobody getting in front of my mission or my vision. This is a personal battle. It's a personal thing for me. Y'all can't stop what God is doing. And the reason why he, I feel like he used the analogy of a race because when you think about it, when we look at like people who run track, The clothes that they wear, they make sure that they have very little on them because they don't want nothing holding them down. And so even right now, we have to understand that God is also saying, take off the weights. Take off the sin that so easily besets you in this hour. There are some things that you are still holding on into your heart that is holding you bound. And God is saying, if you're going to run this race, if you're going to move forward into the heavenly market, which I've called you to, you got to know how to, you got to know how to take it all off. And for some of us, it looks like forgiveness. God told me today that I needed to forgive somebody. And I'm like, I'm not mad at them. And then when I went into my prayer closet and I really started praying on it, I started crying. And I realized I I was holding unforgiveness. And it was showing up in my dreams. It was showing up in my thoughts. And I'm like, this is too much. Like, I don't want to think about this. It's distracting. I got things to do. I don't got time to be thinking about that. But I had to forgive them in my heart. So some of us, it's forgiveness. Some of us, it's sins that God has already delivered us from, but we keep going back to the same sin that God has already called you out of, and you're wondering why your own heart is condemning you because you know better. God says that there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. It is your own heart that condemns you because you know better. You know that God has already said, hey, we're done with that. So in this hour, if there is a sin that you are sitting on, something that God has already called you out of that you are still struggling with, God says, repent. Turn away, go the opposite way. We got things to do. We don't got time to be holding on to weights and sins that he has already called us to release. And so, yeah, y'all. I'm just really excited to see what God is about to do in every single last one of y'all lives. My life, y'all life, my friend's life, my family's life. Like, I'm just, I'm so excited, y'all. We understand also in Ecclesiastics 9-11, it says, The race is not given to the swift, nor the battle to the strong. Go with your pace. Go with the pace of God. And a culture that screams, oh, success, love, speed, success, love, speed, do this, do that, do that, be this, be this. And God is saying, I ain't even say all that. I know where you are. I know what you struggle with. And I know where, I know what you need before you even know what you need. God knows what you need. You might know what you want, but God knows what you need. And so go at your pace. Do what you got to do. Don't allow anybody else to come in and cloud you with doubt, fear, none of that. Have a moment of acceptance. Accept where you are, love where you are, and be content. And the verse that I want to leave you with um, now, it is this one. This is the whole verse that's going to tie up for the entire year. It's Isaiah 43. Um, Where do I want to start? I guess I'll start at verse um, 18 through 19 it says do not remember the past events pay no attention to the things of old look I am about to do something new even now it is coming do you not see it so a lot of us have been holding on to things that God has done in the past but God says hey baby that don't even compare to what I'm about to do so we are still like remembering oh well God did this to me and he delivered me from this and he done this in my life and God is saying it gets so much better than that I got so much more in store for you there's so much more that I want to do." Release the past hurts. Release all of the disappointment. Release what you thought it was going to look like and when you thought it was going to happen and allow God's will to be done. Take off every limitation. Release the former things and God say, hey, the new thing is coming. New opportunities, new people, new everything. I'm excited because y'all, when God adds to you, it's everything that you didn't even know you needed. And so thank you guys for tuning into episode four. I will see you guys on that next episode. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. I love you guys and see you next week.